from the top. This is hard, dude. I'm telling yeah. you. Get, getting this right is important. Yeah. It is no. It is for me. It is for, it's for us. Mm-hmm. It is for us. And we, we owe it to get it right. And we hope we get it right, you know? Well, I always, I mean, I thought just um, getting that first episode right was important. So this is completely uh, nerve-wracking. <laughs> and I can see why we went through so many cuts. Right. I mean, in the grand grand scheme of things, we know that, you know, not a lot of people will be listening to this. This is a, kind of our, our pet project to kind mm-hmm. of see if we could actually do it and amuse ourselves and maybe a few of our friends. But let it be said that I would... I can in good conscience have a platform like this, you know, and not use it for something this important. So, you know, at the top, we, for me and EJ, we just want to say that we both support the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, It's been a very interesting time that we've been living in, but, you know, we've been, um, we've been listening to the more important black voices in our community to really kind of learn from this experience because it's it's really important that we 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 pass this on to generations after us to change for ourselves and and the people that are closest to us we need to stick in solidarity against racism yes point point blank and it's it's important to note that um we show full support with the the Black Lives Matter movement, and we stand against racism. Uh, but we also realize that we're not we're not uh, speaking for the people out there who are fighting the fight right now, and and uh, they're they're the ones really who you should be listening to for for their perspective. And uh, and you know we're just sort of two jackasses who met on Twitter, and then we just started a podcast. So. Uh, but this is this is a, a very important moment in our country that we really had to address, and it's affecting all of us. So, um, right, we're all in we, it together, truthfully. Exactly. Um. So yeah. So what we wanted to do is to lend our support, say our support, and um, if you really want to do, you know, everybody has their own way of, you know, opening their eyes to this. Um, you can donate. You definitely want to listen. Um, we'll leave some links in the description so that you can check out, you know, any which way that you can or want to support the Black Lives Matter movement. But that'll be in there for us. And, you know, we have to really kind of say, um, I, I hope we were just all better. Yes. All better for this. It's been tough. It's really, it really has been. But I couldn't say that it's more tougher for me than other people. And, and that's where we say we need to have things right, righted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that the word, righted? Um, yeah, I think I, that might be it. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure the context, <laughs> but I, I have heard that word before. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, it has been, it's, it, it has been a week. It's been, uh, we skipped a week. Yeah, it feels, it feels longer than that, but it definitely... Yeah, we skipped a week, so, and I don't think I even published the second episode yet, so people mm. are anticipating the next episode after our first, after our pilot. Oh, uh, well, listen, we have, after this one, two more in the bag. 
That's true. And then we'll really see where, where that kind of goes. <laughs> I'll never like, hear from us again. <laughs> the, the tank is at twenty five percent right now, so we're yeah. we're going to be limping across the oh, finish yeah. line. <laughs> so what's new in your world, buddy? Uh, not not too much. Uh, I mean, things are reopening, and so uh, I'm lucky to go back to work at. Uh, my job at a place called Intuitive Solution Group, where I get to do some photo editing. Um, and I just had the, um, did KU, uh, oh, there's a university of medicine in uh, my city where they hire actors uh, to do act out cases for med students to train on. And so I've been doing that. And uh, yeah, how about yourself? Um, yeah. Just trying to do some more online learning. I've been um, I've been addicted to OfferUp. I've been flipping like items here and there. Oh yeah. Like, I don't know. Another one man's trash. You know what they say? But <laughs> do you have a lot of trash? I have tons of trash, dude. There are so <laughs> many toys in here, and oh. I need to get I need to get rid of them because I'm not doing anything with them now you when you say toys what are you referring to uh, okay one okay let's the bulk of my room is board games oh here's the thing i have them and have nobody to play them with (laughs) like i keep buying them and literally i don't i don't bring them to other people's houses when they have their board games Uh i don't host board game nights at my place I just have them and they're <laughs> just sitting there and staring at me. It's the worst. So these aren't like leftover from your childhood. You're still buying these games and well, they're sitting yeah. there collecting dust. Exactly. COVID, I mean, COVID has really put a strain on, you know, actually playing these board games That's in true. person. So what I have been doing is been playing uh, board games online with mm. a with a program called Tabletop Simulator. Oh, really? Very, very cool. Very fun. I mean, it's basically, it's it's a physics engine. Um, so you can kind of import like these 3D models of like tokens and boards and they have dice. and That's really you know, cool. You basically have like certain keystrokes that basically is like roll your dice or flip this card, put it in your hand. And so and how many, I've been having... Oh, what's up? What kind of games do they have on this uh, Tabletop so, Simulator? So... Um, let me see. You know those standard board games. You know your your classic pick of the litter. Your backgammon, chess, checkers, oh, okay. Chinese checkers. They have all those standard games. Um, you know, literally, you can they give you they you can play a game with like a table and a set of cards in the center and play cards with your friends oh. like you like you would in person. Um, and then they work with other publishers that you know basically transform their very com complex and custom game you know whatever have you monopoly and all that kind of stuff and you can import those things and play those online with some relative you know one-to-oneness to reality mm-hmm. um and so yeah they they have almost like every game under the sun it's it's really it's it's really great for passing the time do they have during... risk could you play risk on there yes really <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it, all it takes is for you to digitize the cards. Oh my um, god! You know, come up with tokens to kind of represent the one, five, and ten, right? The cannon, the soldier, or the cavalry. Right. And and a map. And you do they have? Can you save your game so you can like come back to it later? 
I don't believe so. No, yeah, oh. you can. No, yeah, you can. I'm pretty sure you can. Okay, because that, that, that was one of the properties of Risk is it was just so long to play. It's a world know, domination game, so. <laughs> it actually isn't long to play. I mean, it's, oh. it's well, a long can, game. Yeah, you can, you can, I guess, limit the number of turns or something like that, but I don't know. Usually it goes on for a while. No, it's it's a long game, but I feel like any game that anybody says is too long. I feel like they're not playing it right. Like, oh. have you ever played Monopoly using the standard rules? There's always somebody that has one house rule that's in there, but like, if you play Monopoly straight out, it's supposed to be as long as it says on the box. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I play nothing but standard rules Monopoly. I didn't know that people streamline it. They do like a one house rule. Well, here's here's the one thing for me. I know the rules of Monopoly well. Mm-hmm. Up until the point the first person loses, right? Right. And you you basically you zero out their bank, mm-hmm. and then and then you got these properties that you don't know what to do with. Like, do you mortgage them, mm-hmm. and then you hand them over? You handed them outright. Do you get cash back, right. or anything like that? Like that's when it gets convoluted because that's that signifies the first power shift after the first person loses. I do remember hands it over to that person. I do remember on the Nintendo version of Monopoly, they'll have they'll have an auction for the leftover properties. I don't know if that was actually the board game rules, but that's what the Nintendo version did. And that was actually pretty interesting. Did right. you know, do you, did you know about that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even with this um, program, they have, uh, they call it scripting. So basically like it auto deals, maybe does like auto change or the ch- exchanging of money that you don't mm. have to do it yourself. It's on the other system. But what I do like playing is, you know, uh, where it's almost kind of, manual like you literally have to make change and do all that kind of stuff it makes it feel more real like a real board game to me rather than like a simulated board game (laughs) that's pretty cool and are you playing against uh other players or is it computer players yeah other players it's basically it's basically a physics engine and then you just sit at a table and you play with other people do you invite your friends to play with you yeah yeah um actually i should be playing one right now but we'll oh. we'll record this and knock it out before I do that. <laughs> <laughs> you're just gonna have it on in the background as we record this and then i'll just yeah. i'll just hear you just curse from time to time and i'll know what you've been doing so risk risk is the gateway my gateway a lot of people like i think like if you were born after a certain year Catan was your gateway into yeah. higher board games but risk was my gateway into higher games oh risk is so good so fun Mm. Oh, how did you get introduced to it? Um, my friends, basically, they, uh, they, because we, I remember, uh, we, I think we broke it out during a blackout we had here, and it's mm. like we were all hanging out, and the power went off, so there's no TV, no video games. We're teenagers. What do we do? <laughs> and uh, and we're good boys. We we didn't drink quite yet, but uh. Uh, we're in our friend's basement and it's like, Hey, let's play risk. And it's like, you know, this is a great way to pass the time. Cause it takes a while, you know, to, to get around the board, to take over your countries and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, they had to explain the game to me, show the strategies. And uh, it's very rare that we get to play a whole game, but uh, like there, the, there was a PS2 version that I loved playing. There were, I think there were other, uh, I think there's like a uh, 
a mobile version. I can't remember, mm-hmm. but uh, stuff like that, like that got me into something like uh, Civilization, Sid Meier Civilization on okay. PS3. Right. And, uh, and just just games like that. And uh, yeah, that was that was a big one is Risk. And um, but of course, Monopoly, like we were saying. So, yeah, pretty much uh, those are the two big ones. So, <laughs> <laughs> but you get into have you done Catan? Settlers of Catan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's this. Here's the thing about Risk. You know, you, you know, I, I it was introduced to me in high school, too. Right. And uh, when I was in high school, this was at the peak WWE. Like Stone Cold was up in there. Right. The Rock. Right. Cool, right? Yeah. So me and my buddies, we had a championship belt for Risk. Ah. There's, it's it's buried in some kind of long lost tape. But if I can dig it up, there's like oh this. Gosh. There's this. There's footage of us actually doing like wrestling entrances, and we uh, took. Oh. Like, we took like con- that's construction. Amazing. Oh, <laughs> that's amazing! We took like con- we took construction paper and we made like um, costumes uh, <laughs> in, in them and super silly. And then we had wrestling entrances for each of the colors that we had. So the so the you know we had blue construction paper for the blue soldiers uh-huh. uh, and we're the general of such. And then you know you know the champion was coming in with the belt and. You know, we filmed like wrestling entrances for all that, and then it just broke down into actually just playing the game. That was super boring, <laughs> but that was that's fantastic. We, we took definitely, it one step. Yeah. we definitely would have been friends in high school because we we had a <laughs> we had a Mario Kart belt that we we bought uh, for for sixty N sixty four version. Nice, and then. Nice. And then when they kept coming out with uh, more Mario Karts, we kept going <laughs> back to Toys R Us to buy more belts and then just being silently judged by the people who work there. But yeah, no, that was our, when we bought the belts, that was our game is we had the Mario Kart belt and our rules and things like that. We didn't go as far as doing the entrances. That's that's mm-hmm. amazing that you guys did that. And um, and do you videotaped the, the entrances as well? Yeah, yeah, we did. Oh we my god, did. that's amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's it's buried. It's it's somewhere out there. We're oh. somewhere somewhere in like a bunker. No. <laughs> like lost footage. You need to post that on YouTube whenever you. No, <laughs> no, we're gonna keep the skeletons in the closet. That, oh. That's okay with me. I mean, that's amazing. It it, that it was it was fun <laughs> at a time. That's hardcore. Uh, the the belt I, the belt signifies so much. I, I like the idea of a belt. Now, for anybody, oh, yeah. uh, if for anybody out there listening, and that means basically nobody. Yeah, <laughs> for our friends um, out there listening. Yeah, I mean, you know, don't, 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 don't you wag your finger at us, okay? No. Don't, don't, don't shake your head in disgust because <laughs> there's there's people out there in their fantasy football leagues that have their trophy that gets mm-hmm. passed. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's it's a badge of honor to be the best at something, and I believe you know in reigns and eras and all this kind of stuff. Having that belt passed back and forth is, it's something special. I love the idea of a belt for like I wish the present was like a title belt that you got, <laughs> and you had to settle it in the ring. <laughs> right. <laughs> so how many times did you win the belt? Uh, you know, we probably only played twice. <laughs> Oh really? <laughs> and yeah, we we never really played for belt. It was just a prop in our little, uh, oh, little okay. show shows. But um, a belt are... did exist. Okay. So are you saying you never got the championship? <laughs> yeah, it's funny because we called it the Royal Risk Cup, and there was wow. no there was no trophy. It was a belt. 
So, <laughs> or was oh, the cup amazing. the or was the cup the leak? I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we were cut from the same cloth. We actually, uh, we when I got my family got a camcorder, and all bets were off. Me and my friends are just like, oh, we're gonna make our own wrestling league it was not it was a it was a pro wrestling league so that means it was all fixed it was all fake we were just playing around but we Mm -hmm. definitely uh we had we just flexed our creative muscle with like storylines and that that was probably more important than the matches itself is like we had the the allies and then we had the you know the the heels and and things like that and we Mm -hmm. being uh teenagers or preteens we were were come up with some really goofy stuff i think at one point um someone uh, we we had uh like we came up with matches like they have um i think in real in real wrestling they have uh the first first blood match or something like that right and uh i think we came up with the first cry match at one point and (laughs) someone has to get someone to cry but we set up a twist at the end where someone would run in with a lemon and squirt the other guy in the eye (laughs) and then there was controversy and um, uh peak wrestling right there yeah exactly and that's our strength is we came up with all these twist endings to all these storylines and it's like you know we had one where someone had to stuff someone in a closet and then it turns out someone was already in the closet and he pulled the other guy in that was not supposed to win. So it was another twist ending. And, uh-huh. uh, and that was our thing. We just really loved going wild with, um, yeah, just doing the wrestling pageantry and, you know, <laughs> it was, ah, oh my God. Every time we, we keep peeling these layers on this onion, it's like, Oh yeah, we, we had the same childhood. Definitely. Well, are you still watching wrestling now? Oh no, I'm not. <laughs> oh, you're not. I, mean, I, I don't know. I, I no, I I just sort of fizzled out after I wasn't honestly, I was not uh, an avid watcher since I was really little when Hogan was uh in the WWF when mm-hmm. that was still the WWF and then exactly. when it came back, uh I was I was more so just um I was watching it here and there, but also just um, absorbing all the the storylines through my friends and just sort of playing along and playing the games and things like that. So I haven't mm-hmm. really watched it uh, dedicated uh, in a dedicated fashion in quite some time. So I feel, I feel like I go through cycles. Oh yeah, and it's usually somebody else that drags me into it. Mm-hmm. Like my my older brother at one time was the first person. He was the guy who really got me into it. That was in your Hulk Hogan WWF late eighties, late eighties, late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, and then I was gone. Started. I was gone from the game for like twenty years. <laughs> well, when Hogan no, retired, nobody really wanted to watch anymore. That was it. No, <laughs> well, Hogan's not the end all be all, right there. And, you know, yeah, that's true. He was a big part though. No, it, it definitely comes in errors for me. Right now, I'm kind of waning in interest because um, COVID really kind of, it, if you don't have the live audience in the background, it's really hard <laughs> to get into it. And That's, they're struggling too. They're really yeah. they're really trying to push the envelope with what they can do with story as far as they can go. Um, oh, and well, there's more wrestling now than ever. Oh, really, there's too much wrestling sometimes. <laughs> well, it was. It, I was really impressed with right before COVID hit 
how they made all these newer these deals with these net like it was on uh, network tv again and it's like oh wow it's really coming back in a big way like espn was uh, uh addressing matches now and news and things like that so mm. it's like i oh i felt like this was a they reached a strategy to really even more mainstream uh wrestling but then then uh when they shut down the uh, the arenas and things like that, now it's just it's just interesting to watch. Yeah, like you said, just the just the wrestlers themselves, and it kind of feels like sketch comedy now because it's just right. like there's no uh, you know they're just there's obvious editing now, and and I think uh, parts of WrestleMania, if not all, was uh, filmed like a movie, <laughs> which is really interesting. Right. And, no, uh, yeah, that yeah. that was a really interesting match. That was yeah. the John Cena versus the Fiend match, and it wasn't even a match. It was like this storytelling narrative where you know, like Cena was forced against his own demons. It was like it was such a trip. It was really a breath of fresh air to really kind of see something the storytelling storytelling medium push forward like that. I mean, in a sense, it's nice that they can break up the formula, but it's like I don't know if it can really thrive like this. So, <laughs> oh yeah, uh, really interesting. Well, that's reserved for. I would say just the, you know, that it couldn't be a hundred percent that, mm-hmm. but you know, it goes there eventually, like eventually they'll come up with a new piece of furniture to jump off of because right. you know, <laughs> the, there was never a ladder match until like they did it the first time. And then, yeah. Uh, and, then, and then they just need, they need these uh, newer superstars to like really uh, springboard themselves into pop culture again because i think we had cm punk uh for mm. a while and then cena is still crossing over and things like that so yeah it's 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 been really fun to see just where they plan to take their uh take their product and i, I hear uh, me and a friend were talking about vince mcmahon and i don't i don't know if i want to get too into vince but it's I, it's really interesting if you know anything about him, but mm. he just hates acknowledging sickness, like the <laughs> uh, just being sick, like he hates being sick, and I think it's just because it's it's a thing that he can't control, you know, mm. like being in in charge, and it's just like if you're sick, you know, your body is responding in a certain way, and he hates it, feels out of control, so it's I, I just can't help but think that. Uh, when they started to, you know, uh, they they came out with a quarantine, and it's like that 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 shuts down live events and things like that. And I just feel like Vince is like, no, the show must go on. I hate oh, this. <laughs> and just like a- he's definitely gonna pull, or he's gonna make his wrestlers just go through all this stuff, no matter what. That's a great Vince McMahon, my friend. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> you've been you've been working on that one. Oh, for a while. Uh, I just, I, I, he's, he's a very fun impression to do. He's just, he seems just perpetually angry. And uh, I kind of feel bad that the XFL got canceled again because it feels like they were actually doing uh, better things this time around. They were actually thriving. And then when COVID hit, they just had to shut down everything. And I just feel like he was so pissed off because he hates acknowledging sickness. And because of that, his business, his newest business venture failed. And it's like, why I did everything right this time. Why? (laughs) Uh, 
that might have played a big part in just continuing wrestling. It's just like, I lost so much on XFL the second time around. And, oh uh, my gosh. <laughs> it's be, this has become the EJ show. Forget the Gerard part. We're just going to cut me out. We're going we're gonna to start prank calling people by the third season of this. Oh yeah. It's like, oh, boy, this, is, this is Vince McMahon. <laughs> Get me a veggie delight. Uh, all right. Speaking of, you got any more in your bag? Because I'd love to hear it. I really would. This is this is hilarious to me. And no, your Vince is really good. Oh, thank you. Are, are you saying like impressions? Do I have any more impressions? Yeah, hit, hit me with like two more. I would love to hear them. <laughs> um, and, and we'll save the rest for another episode. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think because I, I, I can do like little micro impressions. Um, oh, that, do, that. Like, that well, like I can do just very limited um, like, you know, Vince. I don't know how long I carry that, but, uh, you know, oh, that's head, it. That, that's everybody's Arnold. I was going to say, it's like, blah, blah, yeah. you say, well, get to the top of. Exactly. I like, well, people like to take Arnold over the top. I like to sort of keep him uh, grounded where, you know, it's not oh. just like growling all the time. And, uh, I see. I, I used to, uh, I don't stop have explaining. It. Just stop explaining. Just get into it. Let's well, it. I, I just wanted to provide the context that I used to uh, <laughs> do the, there on on um instagram they had the face swap thing so i put arnold's face on i made a video where i put arnold's face on mine and i just did an, oh. a video as arnold schwarzenegger i'm just like come on come on you know <laughs> right. um and i was uh, a friend of mine is a big arnold fan so it was like hello alicia this is arnold schwarzenegger come on oh, into the chopper and then things I'm like impressed. That. thank you thank you do you oh, man i that's funny. Do you remember the old Conan sketches with Bill Clinton? <laughs> oh yeah, you're talking about the the, the lips moving when they ah. have the, the picture. Yes, of course. So so nostalgic for all that kind of stuff. That was a fun time. <laughs> that was that was a real fun time. They, um, yeah, and then they did Arnold on that too, and they made him sort of like this right this weird <laughs> creature. It was like Ah Conan, watch my new movie Jingle on the way. Right. <laughs> And that, of course, was when Jingle All the Way was coming out. So they just made fun of that the whole time. Uh, but yeah, Clinton. I don't have a Clinton in my pocket. I'm trying to think of other. Well, I mean, even his Clinton wasn't really Clinton. It was no. just <laughs> he is some kind of like cowboy almost. But it just because yeah. you put his little, you put the moving mouth onto the picture, it just kind of like goes into that character. And exactly. I always had fun with that. Like, imagine Conan doing that in 2020. <laughs> well now you can just do deep fakes so you don't even yeah. have to uh you don't have to it's not as low tech as it used to be and that's, uh, that's so that's the thing there's just that i miss it i there's a rawness and it's almost kind of like you know that like early mtv where like tv was tv had been around but tv didn't feel new until like mtv came out at least for me i don't know i mean and obviously i was i haven't been born i haven't been living for that long right well, um, and so the, if, like TV seems so polished now, like they know what they're doing and now we got Netflix, right? Back then yeah. it's just like, um, I just, I would just saw this sketch comedy thing. Yeah, it exists. Um, but the state was like so influential to me, like growing oh, up, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, nobody yeah. talks about the state, right? at least not in my circles, you know, cause it's, they've had their, a lot of people's like first touch point contact with that is like Reno 911, but mm-hmm. man, that thing was so just I miss the nineties. Just take me back. <laughs> like, please. It, it seems like there was a lot more weird creative energy back then. Like if you think about, um, I mean, I don't know if we were going to save it 
save the topic, but like Bill and Ted three trailer dropped, but like you see, if you go back and watch not even just the first one, but the second one has such weird creative energy that Mm. it does. It's not like off, like there, there are aliens in it that are, that are, um, have you seen Bill and Ted uh, bogus journey? Yeah, of course. I mean, that, that comes from an era where the sequel always yeah. goes off the deep end, right? When we yeah. talk about Bill and Ted uh, 2, the bogus journey, there's no 2 in it, but like Gremlins 2 is way way off the original premise of what the original Gremlins was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's basically, with Gremlins 2, they were just like, we've done everything we possibly could do with Gremlins 1. Now let's just, you know, let's let's just go ape crap with it <laughs> and let's, yeah. let's do anything we want to do. And like that... I'm. And like, you know, uh, what else? Like Mars Attacks or something like that. Like, or mm-hmm. Tim Burton movies, basically. Like even Tim Burton movies now is just sort of like, it feels like it's Tim Burton brand movies. And it's not like the certain creative, the weird creative energy that he had. And I'm using, I know I'm using that phrase a lot, but it's just like a, a slogan that I've had in, in my head recently where it's like, you you don't see a lot of, thing like you said it, everything now is kind of polished and it's kind of like there's a certain mainstream quality to everything and it's like there mm-hmm. there are less risks being taken because it's like you you look at bogus journey and it's you know you think about what do you want to do in the bill and ted sequel well let's let's kill them off send them to hell <laughs> let's, you know let's have them play a game with grim reaper let's have them meet with aliens up in heaven to you know but build uh-huh. good robot them and it's like what i, I thought you were going to do more time travel or something and it's like but it works <laughs> and i love the second movie and it's you know there i i just feel like there you know there aren't as many risks like that being taken you know like mm-hmm. I love the Marvel movies, but you can definitely see that there's a there's a formula and there's like a safe space yeah. with all those movies. So, yeah, well, I, I, mean, I definitely if, know what you mean, like that MTV quality. If you're if you're planning, a, you know, this multi, you know, this MCU in phases, there has to be a level of, you know, continuity between them and, and right. to kind of keep them all in line. I get it. Well, like but Ragnarok is obviously it. like. Yeah, Ragnarok too. And the Ragnarok Guardians and movies are kind of uh, off the, you know, off the charts a bit. But you know, they're still. I guess I guess the Guardians are are good examples, and Ragnarok um, of just sort of going against the grain. But I guess you need like some real special creative minds behind that, or else it's just yeah. it becomes like biodome or something like that. <laughs> you know, you hold your tongue, sir. Biodome, <laughs> national treasure. <laughs> I, uh, Biodome is a weird guilty pleasure for me. So, mm. yeah, I can't, I can't hate completely on it. So, it's a, it's a product of its time. It is. You know what I mean? Yes. You know, truthfully, I would love to live in Biodome now because it seems, a, <laughs> well, <laughs> and Kylie Minogue's in it. So, I mean, she oh, had yeah. a real nice round. So, you know, it's like, <laughs> Her American acting career, because I know that she had been on the soap operas in Australia, right. obviously pop career. Right. She did Biodome and Street Fighter. She was on Street Fighter. And if I did Biodome and Street Fighter, I would just, I could retire. I feel like <laughs> I've left my mark in the world. And, you know, and she's gone on to do more than that. 
Well, I guess uh, she kind of, because uh, she, she was quiet in America after that. I guess she just decided, I'm not getting the projects I want here, so I'm going back home. I'm getting stuff like Biodome. <laughs> Why do you keep crapping on Biodome? I'm not... <laughs> Biodome is near and dear to my heart. You, you made the Airborne poster, and you're going to put Airborne and Biodome. They can be in the same sentence. Both will love it by me. <laughs> I don't know if I'd put Airborne and Biodome in the same sentence, but there I could, I could definitely see. Um, other so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Have. Biodome, Airborne, they're all Doritos, right? And that, we love Doritos, right? Yes. But some of them are nacho cheese. Some of them are Cool Ranch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then some of them are those limited time Doritos. <laughs> Those experimental ones. Right. Or lace potato chips, whatever have you. And they're just as good. They won't be here for long. But it's just like, hey, everybody, remember Surge? <laughs> everybody looked back fondly, but it wasn't successful. So what's going on here? If it was so popular then and so beloved, why is it gone? What's going on? It's here? true. It's true. That's when I, I, as much as I love the nostalgia culture we're in right now i always thought it was weird that they brought new coke back i think for a promotion on stranger things because it's like new coke is a proven failure (laughs) and it's Uh like we're bringing that back purely on nostalgia and and that that to me was just so i i thought there was a line we shouldn't cross uh, on things that we should bring back because that was that was like a a proven like nobody liked new coke uh, as far as i know Mm-hmm. Which is uh, interesting, but I do like your Doritos analogy. Are they still calling Coca Cola Coca Cola Classic? Because I'll order oh. that um, in the restaurant to troll somebody. <laughs> um, I, I don't know if they call it the classic or Coca Cola Classic. But Thank I think, you for using the correct terminology. But I think I, I think they do say the classic formula somewhere uh-huh. on the pan. I'm not sure, uh, but I think yeah, classic. You have to you know, uh, you have to. Um, I'm blanking on the word, but you have to really um, show which which is the regular and which is which mm-hmm. is. Well, I mean, New Coke is extinct, so I think they only did it. They brought it back for Stranger Things, and I think you even have to order it online. So it's not I mean, like in stores or anything. Well, you know, I I don't I've I've been to the Coke Museum in Atlanta. Really, they they keep the recipe in like this uh, you know this this giant vault that you can kind of walk by or walk through. No way. Um, and that's to say, like, I don't know how true to the original formula is. They have to tweak it. I mean, you know, if, if they, if they can shave off a, like a quarter of a cent mm-hmm. by switching to this, you know, product, cause their supply line got better. How original is your original Coke? And you can never <laughs> tell the difference cause you couldn't open a 30 year old can of Coke. That's true. Drink and, from them, you know, like yeah. the, the soil density of nutrient. I don't know, man. And also, like, I think there used to be more janky ingredients, right. like a different kind of sugar cane or something like that. Um, right. So all I'm saying is cocaine. it's... <laughs> that was in it. Um, but yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. I do not need <laughs> big Coca-Cola coming down on this podcast. I, I mean, I think we should get it out there. It's our responsibility to let the public know there used to be Coke in Coke. Um, wait, wait. This is, this is fact fact. Um, I mean, I can't, I can't confirm and that. It's just, what are you doing spreading these lies, EJ? 
What are you doing? It's 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 called a joke. I'm doing it for the humor. <laughs> it's you called know? slander, sir. I didn't realize you were going to lawyer up on me during our podcast, but okay. Uh, look, you 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 took you took the uh, what was it the the film film law school as part of your program, right? Uh, not, well, not law, but film school. <laughs> yeah, I, they had to go over copyright at least once, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't called film law school, but there well, were there, yeah, there were there definitely those legal yeah they'll go over the legal ramifications and everything like that. <laughs> well, now we got to have the disclaimer in there. <laughs> Great, thanks. I thought this was more of an op ed piece than like a you know, <laughs> well, lecture. Well, asterisk those opinions, <laughs> and they are just opinions, are yours and yours alone. It's yeah, does not reflect the opinion of the podcast. <laughs> Your name is on it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Take it back. These are EJ uh, thoughts in the EJ and in Gerard show. <laughs> okay, resolved. Write it in blood. It's all yeah. on him. Oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> what were we talking about? New Coke, Biodome. Oh, <laughs> I'd rather talk about New Coke again. <laughs> <laughs> all I'm uh, saying is, if it's delicious to you now, then that's all you need to know. It's true. Actually, I haven't even drank soda in like forever. Really? I'm, well, I'm old, man. I made the I, I switched over to Soda Stream, and that that's been a a, a dream for me because I think it has half the sugar, or maybe less than half the sugar, and you get to like you get to um you get to make it as crispy as you want or as flat as you want. So if you don't like mm. if you don't like too much bite in it, then you can just put in a little CO two and things like that. And there are different flavors. And uh, how do you how do you adjust the the CO two level? Is it percentage? Is it a level? Elver, I mean, it, it's very accessible to anyone. So it's like the setup is just like this. Is it digital? I, is it a knob? What is going on here? Uh, there's a button. So the setup is like there's this plastic contraption that you put the co2 tank in and then you uh, have a special bottle that hooks up to it and that's where you're going to drink your your cola and then you fill it up with water and you you hook your bottle up to the thing and then there's a button you just hold down and that that releases the co2 into the water uh, and then you'll he, there's there's an automated like uh three air burst that alerts you to this is the standard amount of you know fit co2 that you want in your coke so as you're holding it down you'll hear and that's Uh that's basically like okay you can stop right here but if you so choose you can keep going and then just fill that thing up (laughs) with even more and uh but it's gonna oh man it's really gonna taste it's gonna have that bite to it okay Um, let me so what there has to be some kind of safety uh backup here because you know what's stopping a rogue agent going in Mm. and over pressurizing the bottle and creating itself like you know uh, a soda stream ied like what's going on here (laughs) and they just knock the cap off and it becomes a torpedo something like that all all i'm I'm saying is is that young gerard would Mm. have definitely done that if he had access to technology not that i would use it for bad Mm. i'm just um you know, chaotic in that kind of. Well, now you got me thinking. Maybe I can. Maybe you can just hold it down, fill it up with as much CO two that you could possibly can, and see what happens when you uh, when you throw. Um, oh man, what was that? That candy that that makes it 
erupt. Oh, Pop Rocks. Pop Rocks. You throw Pop Rocks in there. Or, or you talk about Mentos. Or no, Mentos. Yeah, that's right. You throw a Mentos, uh, a piece of Mentos in there. Because I, I don't know if that's what makes it go oh, off. This, this like... is bad. We're going <laughs> to we're gonna end up on the list. Oh, oh you have me thinking bad. about it now. You have me thinking no, about it. I might no, have to do no, a science no. experiment no. now. Department Ooh. of Homeland Security is on our asses right now. This I wonder is if that's a factor. I, I, I feel like there might be several YouTube videos on this already. But no, I never you're actually thought about them. Um, don't. What's don't weaponized coke? <laughs> no. Ooh, this is this a good is idea. You incepted this, this bad, bad. brain. This is a good idea. <laughs> but oh, um, but also, <laughs> when you you put the you can put the. Uh, any kind of flavoring, they have different flavors. So if you want to do a Sprite, you can do a Sprite or orange cola. But I get the standard Coke taste. And uh, um, you can cola. actually, oh yeah, cola, cola. And right. you can um, you can actually regulate as much syrup as you want to put in there. So, you know, it's actually healthier because you can be like, yeah, I don't want that much sugar because there's still mm-hmm. sugar in it, but it's like you can, there are little measurements. So it's like, I'll put in a third or something like that. And, you know, if it still doesn't taste quite right, you can put some more in. So I, when I crossed over to Soda Stream, oh my God, that was a miracle for me. Cause you can, it's a lot healthier since you can regulate it. You uh-huh. can make it crispy. Rel- relatively healthier. Relatively. <laughs> I didn't know that because of the, because of the, <laughs> because of COVID, they've stopped de- delivering the, the CO2 can tanks to stores. Uh-huh. So I've had to like, I just started buying regular Coke again and I just feel so much gassier now and feeling just so unhealthy. Diabetes light. I see. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Diet diet. So here's a, a, another bad idea. You know, when I was in high school chemistry, you know, we had, a, we had, you know, CO2 tanks. Yeah. And other various gases that you could, um, you know, combine or, or mess with. So we, the CO2 tank was in my uh, possession. No, mm-hmm. I had access to it. And so right. we filled up the balloon with CO2 and like, well, obviously what would happen if you breathe CO2? Oh my God. <laughs> the opposite, the opposite of what, you know, you, this is bad. I can't. Well, anyway, uh-huh. I took one small like whiff of it. And then all of a sudden it was just like, copper it just smelled like copper felt like burning (laughs) oh gosh i do this is me on the official stance that you should not do it it is bad for your health Uh but i have done it's not good (laughs) so you didn't even breathe any in you just took a whiff of it well no yeah i i think i i think it went in a little bit but then like my body just rejected it right away oh (laughs) like it's not it's not like you know like um, cigarette smoke where you can kind of like take it in and hold it in your lungs it's just like it's toxic it just it just makes everything burn um that was an interesting uh, sensation so so to say Uh yeah i'm I'm, i've been full of great ideas i i'm really surprised that i managed to live this long Mm. let me tell you because i'm just full of bad ideas uh recording and admitting to half of these things being one of the worst of them at all (laughs) <laughs> you're basically the walking Darwin law. You've tried all these things, but you're smarter now for it because right. you should have died by now. Does that make me like the cockroach or 
Uh, just like completely super resilient? Or... <laughs> Perhaps, yeah. If you can withstand like... a nuclear blast or something. Mm-hmm. I think that's... that's well, what... hide, or, hide in a fridge. That's what they told me. They, oh, the uh, yeah. I mean, uh... <laughs> why would Spielberg lie to us? Oh, no. He wouldn't. Mm. <laughs> why would I mean, he but, lie? He's a professor. Cockroaches are probably just more smarter than me. That, that's an insult to cockroaches to compare me to them. So. <laughs> it's bad. Well, cockroaches probably don't inhale CO2 or try to <laughs> so. Did it even, Wait. like, does it float? It doesn't float, but like, no, what actually, does it do? No, actually, don't they? Or it was something like that? Or like, they were thinking about like farming bugs to kind of like, uh, tr- in, in lieu of like trees to kind of um, convert CO2 to oxygen. Ooh, I don't know about that. Why? Why is that? Why is that in my head? I feel like that does sound. I do. We. I. It's funny. We were talking about playing games online, but uh, I just did a Trivial Pursuit game with uh, my friends not too long ago. Mm. And, um, one of the questions was about. Uh, I think there was an infestation of certain snakes, like poisonous snakes, um, on a certain island or part of the country and yeah and they they actually got their solution was to gather up these rats or mice or something like that where is a special breed where they actually hunt and kill snakes or it might be the other way around it might be mice they sent in snakes to kill the mice or something like that but it was definitely like uh, a solution for a certain infestation was to send in sort of a natural uh rival and to just have them kill all of them and i thought that was the coolest sounding like that should be a the next pixar movie right there where they just send in animals to kill to rid the other animals and it's like a big battle royal (laughs) and that's the next pixar movie i mean unless you you want to just make a regular movie with animals fighting other animals but um i don't know pixar movies usually now we got PETA on our ass. Thanks. <laughs> Again, Pixar, you know, they're just animated. So, you know, take, take no it, take it. Harm. Oh no. <laughs> no. Well, there's this thing where um, I read the story about PETA, like the new animal crossing game that swept the nation um, yeah. a couple of months ago where they were protesting that game because, um, you know, you're supposed to catch um, an inventory of animals to kind of donate them to a museum and be like, Oh look, we have one of each of them. Uh-huh. But the thing is, is that they are protesting that game because the um, the fish that you catch from the sea, they get put into tanks. And obviously that's fish in captivity, although virtually. And so they had a, a problem with that stance. And so they, they, they are anti-animal crossing as long as those fish are kept in tanks. That's, that's something that happened. <laughs> You can't see me, but uh, my mouth is agape right now. That's, I mean, that's, yeah, they do understand it is a game, right? And I mean, I guess at the most you could say it's promoting a bad idea. idea. Yeah, the idea. But I mean, I don't do that. Yeah, yeah, no, we stand against that. Don't do that. Well, Um, unless, well, unless you want Peter on your butt, don't breathe (laughs) in carbon dioxide. Don't imagine. Yeah, don't, don't do that. Don't do anything you've done already. Follow all the safety guidelines for your SodaStream product. Please adhere to the manufacturer's specified instructions as written in your manual. We can get on that, right? Absolutely. Biodome is good. <laughs> <laughs> this is a disclaimer, right? Um, no, um, you should play that part again, but like speed it up. Like it's at the end of a radio broadcast. 
where they're like <laughs> advertising a, a drug right. or something. The legalese at the end, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> PETA, I mean, PETA, I, I remember PETA actually uh, on their website, and this is, I want to say early 2000s or maybe mid 2000s, um, on their website, they actually made a Flash game of, it was a parody of Super Mario Brothers, but mm-hmm. it, it was like, because um, they were angry that in Mario 3, you wore a Tanuki suit. And right, totally. they they thought it was just like it was it was um, you know graphic that you, a skinned tanuki would be like used <laughs> I don't know on a on a plumber or something like that but they like mm-hmm. made a flash game that was basically like a revenge on Mario for doing that and it's like a Mario suit on a tanuki it was it, I don't know it was bizarre but it was it was also like why first of all Super Mario Brothers three came out in like 1991 or something like that. It was very Are we going back there. Yeah. And, uh, and it's like, you're retroactively getting angry and also you're angry at a game. No, it's like, not that. It's that their logic is flawed because you turn into a Tanuki. When, true. Oh, wait, no, you no the, no, no, sorry. I'm getting the magic raccoon thing. Oh yeah. The, tanuki. Oh. Because the Tanuki is a suit, but the leaf is what makes you the flying raccoon. That's Yes. And you, it's you as the raccoon because you have the ears, you have the tail. Right, but right, the right. you wear it. Right, that's a suit of yeah. a tanuki. Got it. What does well, the tanuki do? It turns into stone. So oh, um, yeah, right. you press like you press down and I think B, and then you turn into stone so that uh, enemies can pass by you without you getting hurt. Okay, that's right. Yeah, now I remember. Yeah. And then the fog suit helps you swim more or swim the faster. Fog. Yes. Were you about to say you never beat it? And jump higher, that's right. Were you about to say you never beat it? I never beat it. (laughs) I'm laughing because I haven't beat it either, so (laughs) No, there's a lot of things I haven't. It's a hard game. Even uh even dedicated gamers have hard time with that game. I I'm slowly and slowly realizing that um I suck at games. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I, I enjoy them. I definitely wasn't as good as I was before, but I'm not getting any better. It's sad. What's like newer games or replaying the older ones? Um, a little bit of both, man. Oh. Like I'm not, tr- I'm not trying to really kind of uh, challenge myself to play it on like one difficulty higher <laughs> or any of that. And definitely, if you're talking about like, let's say Fortnite, where now we have esports putting money on the line, like good luck oh. for me trying to get that. I remember when you know the first modern call of duty came out me and my boys we were really into it uh-huh. mlg was like you know up in there and we signed up to kind of compete in like you know for prize money if oh, it was wow. possible and uh we were okay i mean i wasn't the best <laughs> but i remember playing that game and getting handed in like the lowest rung match it's just like i don't even know how <laughs> how you would get that good and that was me in my prime like, oh man like geez so yeah, yeah. Well, I knew that. I knew then that I wasn't going to be an esports star. <laughs> and your dreams Whatever. were dashed, right? I mean, well, anybody who saw the wizard was just like, "That's what I want to do. <laughs> I want to play video games for money." So it's either you That's win true. tournaments like that, or you become a Nintendo Power, you know, expert consultant, like in the background, <laughs> that Zach Morse looking kind of guy with the headset. Yeah, you're. You have the, yeah, you're one of those guys in the office just waiting for kids to call you. And, uh, 
That's I do I do have some issues with uh, the end of the wizard though because somehow they already knew that there was a, a hidden place with the warp. They knew that was not, and this is a brand new game. They introduced they, Super Mario Brothers three, so they haven't seen it before, uh-huh. and yet they already knew that there was a warp on uh, level two. Which, I mean, I, I get. I, I, I can still enjoy that movie fully, but I always took issue with that because it's like, it's a brand new game. I don't care how much of a wizard you are. You're not going to know these secrets when they haven't really existed yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying anything about the movie. Take it up with the script supervisor. <laughs> Be like, there's a logic, there's a loophole here. Glaring um, one at that. You I think know, they, 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 they didn't have the time to... travel. I think they just want to advertise to the kids that there's a secret. So when when the game yeah. does come out, yeah, you know where to yeah, find totally. it. Totally. They have to make a whole movie for that. <laughs> so, yeah. so, yeah, speaking of games, PS5 hmm. has been announced. What do you want to know? Um, well, well it, what is your announcement? What's that? It wasn't announced, it was revealed. Revealed, yes. Because they had always had plans to do it, and this is everybody's first look at what the console would look like. Mm-hmm. They haven't released the price for it yet, um, but it's coming this holiday, 2020. Um, it looks, the games look really good. They, mm-hmm. they do. I mean, I don't know how they stack up. You know, it's always this thing about, like, is console better than PC? But for the games that they were showing, they were doing some really trippy things as far as graphical, like, punch really kind of goes. They had the new Ratchet & Clank where you're, like, um, you're you're rifting in between worlds. And, like, you would throw out this, like, beam. And then when you lasso it back, it basically just... Um, it just it like it pulls the portal like around you and then Ooh. all of a sudden you're like in a brand new setting so you had this kind of like flash where you're like in the future and like you're in the wild west or like pirate themed area and the oh, way wow. they do it it's stunning and even like the um well to keep it short like people were saying like you thought the reveal was super cool people are going back and they're like watch it again in 4k and look at what's happening oh, and people are like blown away so oh, it's a God. really good time to you know to be playing games because they're about to step it up real quick and some leaks or purported leaks may have happened around the price. It may get pricey. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> so mm, we'll see. So is but that the of it? It's just, we'll see. <laughs> well, for me, you know, my priorities are different. Somebody right. wants to be there online and doing it. I've played enough consoles to be like, well, I can wait. I personally right. can wait. There's nothing there yet that I'm like, this is it. This is going to, like, I'm an old, I'm more of an adult now than I'll ever be. So value is a lot better. I can't be plunking it all down with nothing to play. You know, I'm not rushing on the schoolyard to be like, hey, come over my house because COVID's happening. I've got the new this, this. Like Jimmy down the street has it. I'm going to go over his house. There's no rush for me to kind of do that. Mm -hmm. Um, But it looks really good. There, there, yeah. there are some really good-looking games, and I would might play in a couple of them. And uh, and they did they they revealed there's going to be a new Spider game, Spider-Man game on it, right? Yeah, the Miles Morales one, because that that's a thing. I I I usually play. I don't have a PS4. I mm-hmm. usually go over to my friends to play it, and I played it uh, a lot. And he would get that Spider-Man game, and I loved it. And did you get it through? What's that? 
Did you beat it through? Uh, I didn't because I wasn't always over at his house while mm. he was playing it. But uh, I, I did play a lot of it. And because I remember the, the best Spider-Man game prior to that was Spider-Man <laughs> 2 on PlayStation 2. And they basically, they basically, yeah, took the same principles, at least to me, and then just sort of ramped it up and put a lot more features on it. And um, it'd be, you know, just like that, just having that open world with Spider-Man, that freedom is just so fun, so cool. And uh, Mortal Kombat, I'm such a, I've always been a fan of the games going way back to the arcades and things like that. So mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat 11 that came out, uh, I haven't got a chance to play it a lot, but mm-hmm. I love that they're bringing in, they've been bringing in all these movie characters to fight and things like that. Oh, yeah. They brought the friendships back, which I loved from two, two and three. And, um, and I just love how they're, they're kind of, they, they're bringing back the classic characters and, just sort of revamping them so that's that's my game and i I, and a big thing about it is or for five for me is if i'd be able to play those games on five as well if they're backwards compatible because i i I missed out on a lot of like uh like um uh red dead redemption 2 and yeah old console generation (laughs) yeah exactly basically yeah there's a lot of of good games and they're only going to get better uh that last spider-man the one from a couple years ago that was it's strong uh, I cried at the end of that game. Oh, really? Yeah, the story was the story hit good. Oh, wow! Um, and I hadn't cried at a game for I'd say about ten years. <laughs> Final Fantasy X was like the last one. I was like, oh god, here comes the here comes the waterworks. Uh, so <laughs> Miles Morales could be good. I'm not a big comic like comic reader. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just any yeah. other fan of the movies that came out. Right. Um, but yeah, it should be a really fun game. I mean, everybody's really excited about it. It looked really good. Oh yeah, definitely. So yeah, I should probably look up some videos on that then, because I haven't actually seen any game footage from yeah. Dead Five. They they announced a lot of they announced a couple big games, a couple of remasters, a couple of small games. So they're like the amount of variety that they showed during that presentation was was good. It's healthy to really kind of say there's a little bit of something for everyone, and right. you know, for your hardest of hardcore, you've got uh, Spider Man. You have uh, Horizon Zero Dawn 2, which is like super polished game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Demon Souls remaster was, was looking super serious. Um, that new Ratchet and Clank looked amazing. And then, yeah, watch them in 4K because they're going to look good. And if you don't have a 4K TV, hopefully they're cheap enough by the time because this console might set you back. Who knows? <laughs> and is it going to be like uh, 60 frames for all these games? Mm, Those look great to me. I don't know. I think they may be more. I'm not sure. Really? I'm wow. Not- I'm not sure. You know, truthfully, my, my my expertise in, like, you know, graphics performance and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. I'm not, it's, it's never really been a big thing for me. It's it's more about what they can kind of do right. to work with, to kind of, like, expand on your imagination and immersiveness and that kind of stuff. And for some of them, it's frame rate, just, like, smoothness, just raw power. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I tend to gravitate towards, like, the middle road for games. I, I love myself a good AAA game, but, like, I want something that just, you know, it's just kind of new, mm-hmm. groundbreaking in, in gameplay. Like when Portal came out, that was like, oh wow, this is so different—a breath of fresh air. Right. Um, just certain things that they break conventions. Uh, AAA is always a great experience. Um, open world games are 
almost too open. I don't have that kind of imagination to really kind of be sucked in there, but I see where the value is. I mean, you know, cause you can just explore it and yeah, it's, uh, break it. I mean, the, the Grand Theft Auto games with their detail and mm-hmm. uh, like, I, I don't know if you've, cause I, I have limited experience uh, being in LA, but when that, that came out uh, when I came back from LA mm-hmm. and just from like my limited time there, seeing the same sort of roads and buildings like that you can actually go to in GTA, like, holy crap, I can map out, uh, you know, the route I took from my apartment to my internship in here. And it's right. like, everything was completely accurate. And uh, it's like, oh, wow, the Hollywood Bowl's there and blah, blah, blah. And well, it's, it's, not, it's not exactly a one for one in that game because no, they took yeah. a lot of different places. Like they took like parts of San Bernardino, I believe. It's been a long oh, time like mm-hmm. Hollywood and LA proper. And um, I think even parts of the Bay, like, you know, where they have like, uh, I, I believe, I want to believe anyway. Um, but there are some games there that actually try to remap like LA, how it used to be. Have you ever played LA Noir that kind of takes place in the 30s oh, yeah. era mm-hmm. detective stuff? And then you're literally driving down Hollywood Boulevard one for one, just how it used to look like before. So it's wow. a little bit of smaller LA, but you know, they, basically mapped out the major landmarks and everything's relation to them so that's like a fun thing to play right and then i think there's a a couple of modern ones but it hasn't been a couple years where they actually like have modern day remappings of la so those are really kind of fun for me because i live near the area or i'm in that county Mm -hmm. um but uh, even grand theft auto did a really good like facsimile of mapping something that felt like la you know something that felt like new york LA, right. Miami or whatever have you oh yeah exactly they did a really good job even in the west or in um, red dead redemption you know there's you could just the the little towns that they have or the detail is so incredible that you just feel uh i have a friend who literally would not do any kind of campaign and he would just sort of live his life out there in the west and it was kind mm-hmm. of like just sort of a, a meditation for him you know just you know, he'd have a, his horse and set up his tent and his living quarters and things like that. And he would go on his routine and things like that. And it's just, it's, it's basically like an avatar into this fantasy world. And, right. but it's really, it's just really funny that that's what he would be doing with a video game. And, uh, but like, that's how great the detail is. You can basically live a virtual life and, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I mean, with the PS5, oh my god, I can't even imagine what these Rockstar games are going to look like. Mm, yeah. Well, well, we'll see soon enough. They're, it's coming. Yes, we will. Yes, yeah. we will. Anyways, uh... So we're coming you know, up we're, on an hour here. I think so. <laughs> yeah. You know, if we want to talk about video games, I think there's always going to be time to talk about video games, because I'll always talk about video games. Right. Uh, but yeah, PS5 is looking super strong, and you know... I'm really glad that we're just like kind of back in the saddle and, and recording these again. Yeah. You know, I, I miss it, EJ. I tell you. <laughs> That's true. Well, there wasn't, there wasn't much to talk about in the past couple weeks. So now, um, you know, there, we have these reveals. We didn't mm-hmm. touch on, um, Bill and Ted quite as much yet. We didn't touch on, uh, well, Bruce you know, they, 30, but, um, well, I can, I don't think I have too much to say about the Bill and Ted thing. Uh, it wasn't much of a trailer. It just kind of gave was, you the premise. It was a teaser. I mean, there was a, basically like I've been watching it over and over just cause I, I just, I haven't 
it hasn't really hit me that we're just getting a new Bill and Ted movie and it's just mm-hmm. so surreal. And, and I think a lot of, um, a lot of, like, there's a lot of, um, weirdness just come coming from the fact that, uh, Keanu just sounds so different now. Like he's mm-hmm. unquestionably he's Keanu, but, um, it's like, it's, it's kind of weird how, uh, Bill has aged, uh, like when you put him next to him, like Alex Winter looks great. He, like oh, yeah. not to say Keanu doesn't, but it's like he he feels diff- like he's just John Wick now, basically. And he's mm-hmm. got that he's he's got that more brooding, serious, growly voice now. And it's like going back to Ted, who was, you know, this sort of surfer, stoner, slacker guy, and he's just always happy. And it's like, oh man, this is it's so crazy seeing Keanu play this type of character again and so it's it's like that that's the biggest hump is to like um uh just see him play this type of character again um i'm not liking a lot of what i have to say so you're gonna have to cut this down um but no it's it's just yeah i've been re-watching it a lot uh just just to take it in because it's like and like what i was saying earlier with uh the weird creative energy we have the original writers of the other two movies are coming back. So they have that sort of perspective. They know these characters, they created these characters, but they, and they have that perspective of like, let's get real weird with it. And they, they tease that we're probably going to see different kinds of Bill and Ted's where the ones in the trailer they showed is like muscle bound prisoners and probably rougher than uh, the normal Bill and Ted. And, and so it feels it. It's nice to see that like they're still going to take a little risk with it and things like that. But yeah, it was a good teaser because they didn't tell you right out how you know what the plot of the movie really is. Just some setup and Mm-mm. not revealing a lot of jokes and things like that. So yeah, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of franchise that franchises that go back to like you know these immature characters twenty years later. And the only thing that comes top of mind is like. Jay and Silent Bob, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, and they, cho- and, they don't change. <laughs> Is that what yeah, they, they they barely change. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and you could have your, I guess your your commentary on, on what that is. But you know, truthfully, it's the thing that really kind of separates a lot of this stuff is that the times change. You know what I mean? Like, oh, definitely. Jay and Silent Bob. Mm, that's what late nineties. Yeah, early two thousands and then early nineties. Yeah, they have them come back and still do that that shtick. It's like, well, you know, what is that? It doesn't hit as as, as raw as it used to be. Yeah, um, well, I mean, it's really hard to, and I I realize it's a huge challenge for writers to like stay true to your character while making them modernized and going through you know changing with the times basically mm-hmm. like you know you can you can look yeah. at all the different ways rocky has changed and throughout the series and things like that and Stallone right. kind of went back to the, you know the way he simplified the way he was in the first movie with these creed movies and things like that so mm-hmm. um yeah it's uh especially just the fact that they're you know they're they're kind of people who don't I mean, I guess you you can still find these slacker surfer types and stuff, but it's such a '80s 
uh, archetype. You know what I mean? Like you don't mm-hmm. see too many dudes, whoa, and that kind of stuff anymore. It's like yeah, Rocky. Rocky's kind of the exception because he he's a little more permanent. He'll come around like maybe like every eight years, but you see his progression. There's not a lot of movies where there's giant gaps in the middle of it, and then you, you come back and you basically have to relearn who these characters are or see like how they're different or the same. Like even the new Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> like, oh yeah, you know? yeah. It just it doesn't hit well, or it doesn't hit as hard, I guess. <laughs> right. Because the world has changed, um, people themselves, the fandom has changed. There's been a lot of stuff in between everything else, and then oh, yeah. they're trying to recapture the magic. And so, I don't typically give it too much um, pressure to really kind of hold up, as long as like you know, I just kind of remind myself of who I was at, <laughs> at oh, the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I remember enjoying the new Dumb and Dumber movie quite okay. <laughs> it's no you definitely hit the nail on the head how audiences like you know even the state of uh comedies have changed where it's become a lot more improv and mm-hmm. more about like uh more over the top than it used to be and you still have some subtle comedies but they're more like indies and they're more um you know like um certain niche filmmakers and things like that but yeah it's like you know i even yeah, just certain sensibilities that they we used to have back in the nineties. Just it's it's like you you see that polish, like you said before, like things are just seem polished, and uh, it's just nice to see that they're still trying to take risks with this one. So yeah, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, it, I, it just has to exist, and I'm happy. I'm not <laughs> exactly. To back all the other ones. There is yeah. pressure on them though to to come up with a song that actually unites the world. So oh my goodness. I hope they do. I hope they do. <laughs> well, I guess we'll see. We will. And, you know, I, I, I can only imagine there has to be some kind of TikTok thing that comes out of it. Hopefully oh, God. It I hope it resonates. I hope it does. Yeah. Um, oh, definitely. You can't have a hit anymore without having a, t- a TikTok. <laughs> That's true. Uh, and even the sound I, changed. Like, they were into hair metal the 80s back in the day. So. Right. It's like what? What kind of style of music are they even going to play? So, yeah, there's right. so much. It'd be hard fun. for me to. It'd be hard for me to kind of think about any song uniting the people, like now, because it's like hip hop is so, like the top of mind as anything popular, you know. Right. I'll try to try to create a rock song that really <laughs> unites everyone together. <laughs> well, um, I mean, yeah, that we'll seems like rock has um, become a little bit more alternative to like radio mm-hmm. radio um top 40 stuff and things like that so yeah i don't We're know rambling, 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 rambling. you gotta wrap it up yeah. let's do that <laughs> okay we can, jay we um, a lot of this out so <laughs> no it's fine okay we're, we're all rambling uh it's been cool dude uh i'm, I'm yeah. glad to get back to it that's basically the long and short definitely um I think yeah, I, I'm feeling it a lot more now. So I'm glad we can. I'm glad we did this, and I look forward to getting back on schedule with these last two episodes. Yep. <laughs> okay, we'll work on the timing a little bit better, but for now, um, make sure you look at the description below. Remember what we said at the top of the show. You know, Black Lives Matters. It's yeah. really important that we carry on this message and we see the fight all the way through until we have equality. So there's lots of resources there that you can check out so that you can participate. Donate, keep talking, keep listening. And for me and EJ, 
we'll just we'll see you next week thanks for listening guys thank you <laughs>